Welcome back to the Deeper Dive Podcast, <clears throat> Catechism of the Catholic Church in a Year. Today is day number 296, and we begin with number 2268. The fifth commandment forbids direct and intentional killing as gravely sinful. The murderer and those who cooperate volunteer, voluntarily in murder commit a sin that cries out to heaven for vengeance. Infanticide, fratricide, parricide, and the murder of a spouse are especially grave crimes by reason of the natural bonds which they break. Concern for eugenics or public health cannot justify any murder, even if commanded by public authority. The fifth commandment forbids doing anything with the intention of indirectly bringing about a person's death. The moral law prohibits exposing someone to mortal danger without grave reason, as well as refusing assistance to a person in danger. The acceptance by human society of murderous famines without efforts to remedy them is a scandalous injustice and a grave offense. Those, those whose usurious and aver, avaricious dealings led to, lead to the hunger and death of their brethren and the human family indirectly commit homicide, which is imputable to them. Unintentional killing is not morally imputable. But one is not exonerated from grave offense if, without proportionate reasons, he has acted in a way that brings about someone's death even without the intention to do so. Human life must be respected and protected absolutely from the moment of conception. From the first moment of existence, a human being must be recognized by having the rights of a person, among which is the unviolable right of every innocent being to life. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately brought in the depths of the earth. Since the first century, the church has affirmed the moral evil of every procured abortion. This teaching has not changed and remains unchangeable. Direct abortion, that is to say, abortion willed either as an end or a means, is gravely contrary to the moral law. You shall not kill the embryo by abortion and shall not cause the newborn to perish. God, the Lord of life, has entrusted to men the noble mission of safeguarding life, and men must carry it out in a manner worthy of themselves. Life must be protected with the utmost care from the moment of conception. Abortion and infanticide are abominable crimes. Formal cooperation in, in an abortion constitutes a grave offense. The church attaches the canonical penalty of excommunication to this crime against human life. A person who procures a completed abortion incurs excommunication, late sententiae, by the very commission of the offense and, sub, and, and subject to the conditions provided by canon law. The church does not thereby intend to restrict the scope of mercy. Rather, she makes clear the gravity of the crime committed, the irreparable harm done to the innocent who is put to death, as well as to the parents and the whole of society. The inalienable right to life of every innocent human individual is a, is a constitutive element of a civil society and its legislation. The inalienable rights of the person must be recognized and respected by civil society and the political authority. These human rights depend neither on single individuals nor on parents, nor do they represent a concession made by society and the state. They belong to human nature and are inherent in the person by virtue of the creative act 
from which the person took his origin. Among such fundamental rights, one should mention in this regard every human being's right to life and physical integrity from the moment of conception until death. The moment a positive law deprives a category of human beings of protection which civil legislation ought to accord them, the state is denying the equality of all before the law. When the state does not place its power at the service of the rights of each citizen, and in particular are the more vulnerable, the very foundations of a state based on law are undermined. As a consequence of the respect and protection which must be ensured for the unborn child from the moment of conception, the law must provide appropriate penal sanctions for every deliberate violation of the child's rights. Since it must be treated from conception as a person, the embryo must be defended in its integrity, cared for and healed as far as possible like any other human being. Prenatal diagnosis is morally licit if it, respect, if it respects the life and integrity of the embryo and the human fetus and is directed toward its safeguarding or healing as an individual. It is gravely opposed to the moral law when this is done with the thought of possibly inducing an abortion. Depending upon the results, a diagnosis must not be the equivalent of a death sentence. One must hold it as licit procedures carried out on the human embryo, which respect the life and integrity of the embryo and do not involve disproportionate risks for it, but are directed toward its healing, the improvement of its condition of health for its individual survival. It is immoral to produce human embryos intended for exploitation as disposable biological material. Certain attempts to influence chromosomic or genetic inheritance are not therapeutic, but are aimed at producing human beings selected according to their sex or other predetermined qualities. Such manipulations are contrary to the personal dignity of the human being and his integrity and identity, which are unique and unrepeatable. Father Jack. Thanks, Bill. We had a long section, uh, long reading today from the Catechism, but in part because uh, it, it's it's pretty straightforward, I think, in most regards, right? Uh, the, the idea thou shalt not intentionally kill another human being, uh, although not always followed, I think is, is accepted as, as pretty much one of the core tenets of natural law, that every person knows you're not supposed to kill the other person. Uh, but uh, there, I think there, there's one part that the Catechism throws in that is um, very important, I think, um, and very telling, which is that eugenics or public health cannot justify any murder, even if commanded by public authorities. So we have this kind of like recognition of, of, of what it means, or beginning of a recognition of what it means to have respect for the dignity of all human life. And then there is a very justifiable connection to abortion as this, as this direct cause of an ending of a human life that has begun at conception. This, I think this section of the catechism is really kind of lays out the, the boundaries of what it should be. But I, but I want to say just one clarifying note because, uh, one, it's, it's often stated incorrectly, and two, uh, it, if you haven't studied canon law, then you could, I could see how this section on uh, a person who procures a completed abortion and cures excommunication, laissez sententiae, um, by the very commission of the offense. Um, it, it's extremely important to recognize that in order to incur, incur that excommunication, and, and I cannot stress this enough, 
you have to know that that penalty exists. Um, you have to know without a doubt that that not only is this immoral to do, but that it will incur this particular penalty. Um, so if either of those are not true, then you cannot. It also, there are other factors in a, in a um, excommunication. And if I, I could be wrong, but I'm uh, about 95% certain that it's 18. You have to be at least 18 years old. So uh, if you to so even if you were 16, no, and, and, and do one of these acts that incur an uh, excommunication, you're not going, it doesn't apply. Um, the, the church doesn't like giving these out, right? The, uh, but, but rather it's, it's a recognition of the seriousness of the offense as it, as it describes. It's not to say uh, we, we want them further away. In fact, uh, it, it, every priest, at least that I know, uh, has the faculty to uh, remove the, both the penalty and forgive the sin of abortion uh, that, this recognition, though, is to say it's particularly grievous to, to only recognize the ones who are helpful to us, only recognize the ones who are, are immediately and um, helpful and, and present to us, the ones who are more hidden, the ones who are, uh, you know, a quote-unquote burden or, or what we really should be saying are, are in greater need of, of assistance, namely those who are not yet born, um, it's, it's particularly grievous to say they don't deserve the same protections of their, or dignity. We, have, by standing up for this truth that abortion is, is immoral, we are saying, I want to recognize the dignity of every person, no matter their relationship to me.